Good morning, morning Manaites. God bless you all. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly, we join in with our praise theme, sing hallelujah. We know hallelujah is the highest praise as we sing glory and honor and praise unto our King. Certainly, he, he is deserving of every praise. The Bible said he's worthy of the glory, the honor, and the praise. Why? Because he created all things, and for his pleasure they are and were created. And so God created all things for his pleasure. So you and I are part of God's pleasure. Amen. So let us be pleasurable to our creator and to our God. And the Bible lets us know that each and every day he is made, we should rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, so we're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad for we have this day have been made with us in mind. Everything is prepared for us. There's enough oxygen in the atmosphere for us to breathe. There's water for us to drink. There's food for us to eat. We have clothing on our back. We have shelter. Everything we need, God already has prepared it. And so for that reason, we can rejoice and be glad. We can lift up his name and praise him because he's still a good God. He promised he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. He would be with us even unto the end. And so I pray that this morning you already have spoke to spoke to God. You already have acknowledged God in your life. Tell him thank you. Wake me up this morning. Start him in my right name, my right Thank you for starting me on the way and in my right mind. Father, we just give you thanks. I pray that you already have done that. And I pray that this is, you know, talking to God, talking to yourself, talking to your world, that this is something that you do on a consistent and a continual basis. Amen. We want to get that connection with God, our awesome, unbreakable connection with our Heavenly Father. We want to speak words of affirmation over our lives and also speak to our day and influence the outcomes of each and every day. Amen. And so we give God thanks for the opportunity, the ability to speak life. Amen. The Bible says um, life and death is in the power of the tongue and those of us who use it will enjoy the fruit of it. And so let us make sure that we're speaking life into all our situations so that so that we can enjoy the fruit of what we are speaking. Amen. We don't want bitter fruit, right? We want sweet fruit. So we want to make sure we're speaking blessings over our lives, over our children, over every situation that we face each and every day. Well, we're going to continue talking about the principles of faith that I've been teaching. And this is principle number five we're talking about today. Um, and it's the principle of endurance. Endurance. We must be prepared to wait patiently until God's time and purposes are fulfilled. So basically, we say faith will hang on in there. Faith refuses to give up. Faith learns to wait on God. And so there's a few scriptures that we're going to deal with today. And then we're going to get into a discourse because I know sometimes it's kind of hard, you know, waiting on the Lord. You know, you're waiting for an answer. You want to hear the rhema word. And then let me say this. Waiting um, is always about the future, right? Waiting has to do with future expectation. You don't wait on what you already have. 
you you wait on an expected future, right? Whether it's an answer, whether it's for you to receive something. I mean, it's like you, you, you know, like you buy something, you order something on Amazon and something that you really, really want and really, really like, man, you eagerly wait for it to show up at your door, right? Well, that's basically the same thing. We're waiting on God to eagerly show up at our door. And sometimes the wait, the extent, the waited time is, is long. Sometimes it is short. But we must never give up on God um, because God will always answer. And then, you know, one of the things I realize also in life is that um, we are waiting, but because we're not paying attention, we miss the arrival of what we're waiting for. We miss the arrival. We didn't hear the ring of the doorbell because we were busy doing something else. We didn't notice the, the UPS or the Amazon truck coming by and dropping it off at your door. Why? Because you're busy doing something else. And so it is with us. A lot of times we're waiting on God for an answer. And because we're so busy, we're so caught up in everything else, we miss the answer. And it's there the whole time and we miss it. And until we go on a search, that's when we find it. And so I pray that, you know, whatever we're believing God for, remember I said waiting is about a future event. Remember, hope is always about a future, right? So waiting is about the future. We're waiting on a future event, a future answer, something to take place, something that we're waiting on um, for God to do for us or God to speak to us. But it's always about a future event. Amen. So if you're waiting for something, it's about something to come, right? Waiting means something to come, right? So listen what Job had to say in Job chapter 14, verse 14. Those of you who are taking notes, he said, if a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Did you see that? All the days of his appointed time. He will wait until his change comes. So what he's saying, in his lifetime, whatever changes that's necessary in his life, he's going to wait on God. He's going to wait till his change comes. Since really that means he's not going to act prematurely. Did you hear that? He refuses to act prematurely. So, you know, in a lot of us, um, we act prematurely because we gave up in the wait. We think that God has taken too long to answer. You know, we forget that God's timing is always right. He never missed time any actions that he does. His timing is all right. Right? It's always right. right? We always say he's an on-time God. We may, he may not come when we want him, but he always comes on time. Well, if you really believe that saying, then you will wait until you hear or until you see what God is going to accomplish in your life. So we will not act prematurely. We will wait until our change come. Remember the story with Samuel and Saul when Saul thought Samuel was taking too long and he went and offered sacrifice, did something he was not supposed to do. Why? He acted prematurely. And you see how God separated him um, and, and God took the anointing from off of him. Why? Because he acted prematurely. Well, we don't want to go down that path. We want to make sure that we're waiting on the Lord. We're not allowing doubt or 
fear to overwhelm us and cause us to act prematurely and do something that God didn't authorize and was not in God's purposes for our lives. Amen. So children of God, we want to wait on the Lord. Psalm 27 verse 14 says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. And he will strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. What does it mean to strengthen your heart? It means exactly that. It gives you courage. It gives joy to your heart. You know, because we can get to a place where we are despair. Your heart is just failing you. Your emotions are just failing you. But then he comes and he gives you that courage. Gives you that energy. You know, restore that vigor and that strength and you know he will encourage your heart he will strengthen your heart and the bible said be of good courage just be strong in the lord and in the power of his might just wait while you waiting on god you know it's it's amazing the bible say that while you waiting on god you should be of good courage just be of good courage just say it's going to be all right god is going to tell me what i need to do He's going to show me the direction I need to take. He's going to answer my prayer. Um, that rhema voice that I'm waiting on, he's going to speak to my heart. He's going to release in my spirit, download in my spirit the direction that I should take. He will give me the instructions. He will show me which way to turn to the left, to the right, straight ahead, or whatever he wants me to do. So in the meantime, I'm going to be of good courage. And how am I of good courage? That means I will not allow fear to overwhelm me. I will not allow doubt or worry to come over me. I will stand. I will be of good courage. Why? Because God strengthens my heart. Amen. Isaiah 40 and verse 31 says, but they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isn't that beautiful? So waiting on the Lord, it doesn't mean that you're waiting um, alone and that God is not with you in your wait. Because this scripture is suggesting that God is with us in our way. And in the middle of our ways, he's renewing our strength. Amen. He says we will mount up with wings like eagles. You know, eagles fly at the highest levels, right? They're the highest flying birds, right? They far above all other birds. They're powerful. Their wings are powerful. And so it is. The word of God uses that analogy that God will raise us up to the highest of levels, right? And cause us to soar, soar by faith. And then he said, goes on and said, we will run, we will not be weary, we shall walk and not faint. It means we're not giving up. That's really what that means. You know, we're not, we're not giving up. Why? Because the Lord is renewing our strength. Amen. So you may be down, but you are not out. You are not thrown in the towel. Because in the middle of your weight, God is renewing your strength. I'm reminded when Jesus was in the wilderness and to be tempted by the devil, he was there 40 days. You know, the angel of the Lord came after his temptations. The angel of the Lord came and strengthened him. Amen. That's what it is. And so the angel of the Lord in the middle of your waiting season, God will strengthen you. But we just have to have that faith 
Have that courage. Be strong in the Lord. Amen. Not give up and allow God to strengthen our heart. Amen. Strengthen our heart. Now, when you take a deep dive in, in a lot of these scriptures, you know, especially Psalm 27 and verse 14, um, you know, it says, wait on the Lord that, you know, the later, the late, the latest translation says, wait for the Lord. Amen. It's waiting for him. That means it, you are, you are waiting for him to exercise his will in your life. Amen. You're waiting for God. We are confident in your weight. You are patient. You are trusting in God. Amen. Um, and it's it's a beautiful discourse when a man or woman of God can say, God, I'm just waiting on you. I'm just going to be of good courage. I'm going to praise you till I see my change come. Amen. So wait, wait involves trust in God. If you're not going to trust God, you're not going to wait on God. Just like like us. You know, we're not going to trust people. We're not going to wait on them to do anything for us if we don't trust them. And so if you don't trust them, you're not going to wait on them. You're going to go ahead and do some things for yourself because you can't trust the person. But God, we can trust. And when we show God, we show God we can trust him by waiting on him and allow him to work his plan for our lives. Remember I said that God's thoughts towards us are for good and not for evil and to bring us to an expected end. We must understand that scripture very well. God is never out to do you evil. Never, ever. Any evil in your life is not of your heavenly father. What kind of father would he be if he was doing evil to his children, that will make him a legitimate father. That will make him a bad dad. Amen. But he's none of that. He's a good, good father. I love that song. The priest team always saying he's a good, good father. Yes, he is. He is a good, good father. And so we wait on him by trusting him. We also wait on him by seeking him. Amen. Simple means our eyes are looking out for him. It's like you go to your front door and you looking out the window with the expectation that whatever you're waiting on is coming. So you scan to the left, you scan to the right, you know, look up and down the street to see whomever you're waiting on is right around the corner. You see the car coming, you jump and shout. Listen, that's what it's all about. You're actively seeking God. Amen. In Psalm 27, David said, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. So in God's dwelling place, praising and worshiping the Lord, David felt safe and secure. Amen. So that's how we feel safe. We feel secure in the house of God. When we are waiting on the Lord, we find that that comfort Amen. He's renewing our strength. He's causing the joy enough to in us to swell up, to increase, to be 
activated while we are waiting on God. See, this weight is not a passive weight. It's an active weight. We're not sitting around twiddling our thumbs, not doing nothing, but in the easy chair. No, we're actually doing what God has called us to do, right? Waiting, waiting doesn't mean you sit down and do nothing. Waiting simply means you are active. You're doing everything God has called you to do. But while you're doing it, you have your eye out. You're looking for every sign of God showing up. Amen. And so weight is not supposed to make you lazy, but weight is supposed to wake you up and activate you. Amen. And have an eager expectation. Amen. Let me say that again. Have an eager expectation. Amen. So children of God, while we wait on God, let's have an eager expectation. You know, we've been saying that every Sunday is a supernatural Sunday and we should come with an expectation. That's what we need to have an eager expectation. Eyes wide open, spiritually speaking. Why you want to see whatever God is going to be doing. Amen. You want to your ears attentive to the sounds in the atmosphere. Why? Because you're waiting on God to show up and show himself strong in our midst. That's a, that's what it's all about. Miracles taking place. Amen. We need expectation is the breathing ground for miracles. And so children of God, while we are waiting, let's wait while we are rejoicing. Amen. And while we are rejoicing, when we are praising God. And this wait, this expectation is of a positive sort, right? We expect positive result. And so we have great hope because we are positively waiting on God for a positive result. We want to hear God set things right in our lives. It's positive. Amen. And you know, in order to set some things, God, right? God may have to take some things for you. He may have to add some things for you. Maybe you're waiting for healing in your body or maybe, maybe you're waiting for instructions of what to do or where to go, um, jobs to take, something issue coming up in your life, what house to buy, whatever it is you're waiting on God for. But that rhema word of God is necessary before you take action. Amen. Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone. The bread is the logos. That's the written word. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's the rhema word. So the logos is written. We already know what's written. But sometimes in a situation that involves you directly, right? You need a rhema word from God. And so the rhema word of God comes through us, through a revelation, through insight, through dreams, um, you know, through prophetic word. But all those things are based upon our relationship with God. Amen. That's why I said it's so important each and every, each and every day we talk to God. Amen. And in times when we need to hear from God, then we set ourselves to listen to what he has to say. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's far more important to hear what God has to say to you than for God to hear what you have to say to him. Right. Because he already knows the words before it comes out of your mouth. He already knows. He already knows your past. He knows your present. And he absolutely absolutely knows your future. And so waiting on God is putting our trust in God, actively um, believing, actively working, doing the same things God has called us to do. And while we're doing that, he will renew our 
strength. Amen. He will renew our strength. And lastly, waiting on the Lord brings the blessing of God. Amen. Waiting on the Lord brings the blessing of God. The scripture says, since ancient time, no one has heard, nor ear has perceived, nor eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. That's Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 4. Did you see that? Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived. No, I has seen any God besides you. We're talking about Jehovah, right? Yahweh, who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. See that? God acts on behalf of those who wait for him. Amen. So I'm going to encourage all of you, all of us, if there's issues in your life, you're praying, you're believing God, um, wait on him. Okay? Wait on him. Um, he's the same yesterday today and forevermore. Refuse to take action until you hear from God. Some things in your life in your life is critical. I mean, to drink coffee or tea, mm, maybe you you know, you that's a choice you can make for yourself based on your what you like or what you don't like, right? Um, but there's some critical times in your life that you need to hear from God. Right? You need to make a decision and decision this decision could be life or death. This decision could make you or break you. You need to you need to hear from God. Um, Moses says, Father, unless you go with us, I'm not going. <laughs> right? Unless I hear from you, unless you go with me, I am not going. And that's the kind of attitude we need to have. God, I'm not taking another step until I hear from you. Amen. This is a critical situation. This is life and death situation. And so I'm going to wait until I hear from you from you. And don't let the adversary tell you God doesn't see you. God does not hear you because he does. He does sees you. He hears you and he will respond. David said, I was young, but now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. God hears you and he's a God who responds. And so waiting on the Lord, Bring the blessings of God on your life. God hears you. He's going to respond. He will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings like eagles. You will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. Amen. And so let us be, let us be joyful. Let us be courageous. Amen. Let us continue to do things God has called us to do. Let us wait actively, keep our eyes open, our ears open. And so when God come knocking, we can answer and let him in. Amen. And then we can walk in the guidance that he has given us. If God is guiding you, he will never guide you wrong. Amen. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for letting us know that waiting on you causes our strength to be renewed. Thank you for letting us know again, God, that in the midst of our weight, you are strengthening us. You are there with us. You are causing us to mount up with wings like eagles. God, it simply means that your power, your grace is being bestowed upon us even in our waiting season. And for this, God, we can certainly give you thanks 
we can certainly give you praise. And Father, I pray, God, in our waiting season, we will not fall in despair. We will not give in. We will not give up. We will not doubt. We will not be overwhelmed by faith, by fear. Neither will we worry, but we will stand in faith. We'll be of good courage, amen, to allow your presence and your power to invigorate our lives and strengthen our heart. Father, we give you thanks. We worship you. We thank you because you're such an awesome God that you never leave us. You never leave us alone. Your thoughts for us are always for good and never for evil. And Father, so in this, I give you praise. I give you glory and I give you honor. Thank you for the favor that you have placed on my head, the increase on my hands and the swiftness on my feet. Thank you for forgiving my past and thank you for preserving my present and guaranteed my future. For there's not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of, our, of your might. And though our beginning was small, Oh, Lord, we thank you because our latter end has greatly increased. And Father, we are, God, totally and completely grateful to all that you have done. Thank you for blessing us, keeping us, making a way for us, and opening doors for us. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.